What's up, guys? It's NFL Week 8, and we're taking a look at FanDuel. We're getting a first look, so we're going to take a look at the salaries, the pricing, go over some of these different matchups, and see if we can put together an initial kind of first-look lineup for FanDuel NFL Week 8. Uh, my name is Kevin Allen, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army, and um, this is your breakdown. So let's get right into it. NFL Week 8 is another one of these weeks where we don't necessarily have a game that really, really pops off the charts. All the games are kind of 45 uh, point totals and below. So nothing really pops here. A lot of miss, uh, a lot of uh, heavy favorite games, especially uh, with the quarterbacks that we like to play. So I'll get, I'll get into it. Let's just go through the QB position and start at the top here. And Fandle has Jalen hurts priced as the highest, which is acceptable for me. I think it's appropriate on Fandle and um, he's priced the highest price. 9,200 is a lot though. And of course, this is an Eagles uh, heavily favored matchup at Washington. So not necessarily the game I think that Hurts is going to blow up for us. So I don't think I could justify that salary, though I like him. Um, Mahomes at 9K, also a good spot. But, you know, KC should be able to dominate this game. I don't really see a ton of need for Mahomes, but he did it last week without really needing to do a ton. So I'm going to keep him in mind. But again, 9K is, is quite uh, a hefty price to pay. Lamar, 8,800. Lamar put up 37 last week. Really, really good score for him. So I'm interested in him this week for sure. And what I like about Lamar is he's really easy to stack compared to, let's say, a Mahomes where we have to make decisions about Kelsey or or one of these crappy wide receivers that they have in, in uh, Kansas City. With Lamar, it's pretty easy. You know, Andrews uh, or or Zay Jones or, or, or Zay Flowers or both of them, right? So I'm interested in Lamar, but that is a high price. And I kind of want to build, I want to see if we can, build around a lower price QB, but yeah, if I'm, if I'm making a cash lineup or, or trying to really cash, I'm probably going to pay up for one of these guys in that style of lineup. Um, Tua, you know, the Patriots have just not allowed big scores to opposing QBs on the season. Um, that doesn't matter that much. Tua could definitely do it anyway, but I think Miami could kind of dominate this game defensively. So I'm not really um, going there with Tua this week at least for this lineup. I'll have some exposure, but again, Tua is a very expensive starting stack with uh, Tyreek Hill. So probably rather just play Tyreek Hill there, uh, but I don't mind him. And I like that he's a lot cheaper than the other guys. Um, Cousins, can he do it again at Green Bay? He's had a lot of good games, um, priced pretty reasonably here. Uh, I have some interest in Cousins for sure. And and Love on the other side of that game as well. The home, the home QB is fine as well. Love has been pretty crappy the last few weeks, but you know, He's got that 25-point upside. That's kind of all you need. You need that 25-point game out of him, and he's also not too difficult to stack. So I'll keep in mind um, Trevor Lawrence on the road at Pittsburgh. Again, another guy. He hasn't really shown much ceiling this season, so I tend to not be super excited. They're leaning heavy on that running back in Jacksonville, so I'm probably going to stay away from T-Law outside of some major tournament play. CJ Stroud is really interesting here, and I'm going to plug him into this lineup. Um, he's very stackable. Stroud has been great uh, this year. The rookie has been just pretty good. Do I expect you're probably more your upside with the Stroud is probably more like a 20 point game or a 22 pointer. Probably not going to get you to 30. Let me actually let's scroll down and see if there's anybody else here who pops. Um, Dak Prescott at home, yeah, GPP kind of play against the Rams. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, Brock Purdy, also acceptable, but usually they lean too heavy on the run for Purdy to put up a big number. Russell Wilson, Godner Minshew at home. Man, this guy really broke the slate last week if you played him. 
uh, 28 points. He was actually the nuts QB, although uh, no one had it. You know, that's not what won, but it should have been, and it could have been. Um, you know what? I'm going to actually go down even lower here, and I'm going to go all the way down to Des Ritter to start this lineup off. And listen, I'm going to allow for adjustments, but you know what? The Titans are a pass funnel defense. I think the the Falcons will be in scoring position a lot in this game. The Titans are rolling out a backup QB. Um, so Malik Willis or, or whoever it is is disaster. And actually, that reminds me. Let's jump right over to defense, and I am not going to skip a beat here. You're giving me Malik Willis at QB. Let's just plug in Falcons defense in all of our lineups this week and not even worry about it. Not even worry about it. Atlanta, they're going to Malik Willis. Maybe uh, the other rookie uh, that they have over there who is also terrible, Will Levis. But it's probably Malik Willis, and that is not a good scene. So let's just plug that in, and then we'll see how this how this lineup comes together. So we got a we got a Atlanta quarterback, Atlanta defense. Man, we might have to switch off of this before this is done. But I don't I don't mind that spot for Ritter. Again, looking at the QB position, it's kind of like last week. I think you're either going to pay up for these super studs, and and it's fine. I think we'll probably get a 30 plus out of like, I, I, I like Mahomes. I really do. But a 9K, it is uh, restrictive to the lineup construction. Or we're going to have to just kind of pick through the, the trash a little bit. And hopefully we land on the right one. So I'll plug in Des Ritter in a good matchup. Um, yeah, Mac Jones would be interesting too. Uh, there's a lot of spots here I think that we can, we could attack. So I think that is probably going to be, uh, a sharp approach this week, just even Godner Minshew, any of these low cost quarterbacks in this zone here, I think really open things up in tournaments and cash games. Of course, let's just, you know, we'll take the safety with Lamar or something like that, but um, let's move on to the running back position. And once again, I think it's have and have nots and, you know, Christian McCaffrey at the 10 two level is just beyond. It's, it's beyond acceptable. It's too much. Cannot pay it. Effectively, FanDuel has priced Christian McCaffrey out of range, so I'm not looking at that. Raheem Mostert also 9K is not a good price. New England is not the team to target running backs against. Um, the The volume just not there last week, and it's never really there for him. He has to do it on efficiency. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. will have more and more responsibility, so I'm not into Raheem Mostert this week. Um, ETN is I like him, but again, you know, 8,700 expensive. Kenny Walker, rough matchup at Cleveland uh, against Cleveland, not interested. Kamara, Kamara's been great. Not too much to say about him, but more, he's so much priced, so much cheaper, and so, so much more reasonably priced on DraftKings this week. That I, and he's such a better DraftKings play that I, I'm just going to play him there. Barkley up against the Giants, hasn't had a 30-point game in, up against the Jets, I mean, hasn't had a 30-point game in, in years. Uh, so 8-16-24, I don't see it. So not interested in Barkley as well. Henry, no, no QB. That's a bad spot. DeAndre Swift. I think this is an acceptable play. Uh, let's see. You know, one of the problems with DeAndre is just not scoring touchdowns. And FanDuel is a touchdown-heavy format. So I'm going to not play Swift. And rather than that, I see, I see a trio of running backs that I love. Right here. So I want to go over all three of these guys. First of all, Tony Pollard. We have not seen the ceiling game out of Tony Pollard 
as of yet this year, but I, I feel like it's coming. He's so good. I'm going to plug him in. I like the price 7,600. I see Pollard could be an 80, you know, on, uh, can you not see Pollard better than Walker? Like if you had a, I, I would put Pollard above ETN. I would put Pollard above this whole group this week. So I, I really like Pollard there. The next one I really like is Brees Hall. He is getting more and more work. Uh, they're leaning heavier and heavier on him in New York. Lots of passing game work most weeks. Uh, I'd like to see more out of him, but we saw a couple of weeks ago when he had a good running back matchup, 22 carries, uh, three targets, 27 fantasy points. I think we can see that again here against the Giants. The Giants are banged up. They're banged up at QB. They're just not very good. So um, I think this is a game where the Jets, in their home stadium, even though it's an away game, can can do some damage with Brees Hall. So I'm plugging him in as my second RB, but we're sticking with RBs because FanDuel is a three RB format. And before I talk about the flex spot and the RB I'm going to put in there, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. And let me just let you guys know that um, NBA season is here. And we've got a special going at DFS Army. Code NBA23 gets you 23% off any subscription that includes NBA, that's including VIP for everything that, that covers all our sports or core four, which is the core four sports. And if you want to try it out for free, you could go to the dfsarmy.com website, click right here on the free month offer. And we have a whole bunch of uh, offers where you sign up for a site like Price Picks or Sleeper or Jack Market or Owner's Box, and you get a free month of DFS Army VIP. This is totally worth it. So you could check it out, check out our tools, the optimizer all the good stuff that's been leading to so many win after win after win this year. So make sure to check that out as well if you like. But most importantly, doesn't cost you anything. Hit that like button, subscribe. Let me know that you're enjoying this style of content. Okay, so a couple other names. There's a lot of great running backs in this zone on FanDuel, and I don't. this is why I don't think we need to really go up here. So I'll talk about Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco getting about 17 touches per game. That's plenty in this Chiefs offense. He's a touchdown scorer as well. So um, that's fine by me. 13 uh, carries, four targets. The target work, the targets are so great. I love that it's coming. And of course, we get the ultimate matchup against Denver's horrific rush defense. They are allowing the most fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Although they seem to have shored things up just a smidge lately. But this is the Chiefs and they're going to fall apart. Um, if we didn't play Pacheco, uh, Jonathan Taylor... Uh, his role seems to be expanding week after week after week since coming back from uh, the delay, so to speak. And I, I guess the IR and the injury and whatnot, but he's getting more and more carries each week. I'm fine with him here, even though don't be fooled by the 18 carries that he got last week and four targets because Zach Moss got the exact same. He was really just him and Moss still split 50-50, but at least I saw a lot of volume for both of those guys. B. John Robinson, illness. So what? So we got ill. That doesn't mean he's not going to play next week. He'll be fine. I love Bijan Robinson again this week at this price. I think that's totally acceptable. The matchup is mint. It does not get better. This could actually be a week where Tyler Algier scores a couple touchdowns too, as crazy as that sounds. I don't know if I have the balls to play a lot of Tyler Algier, but it's that kind of a week for Atlanta. Malik Willis, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, whoever is going to be the quarterback for the Titans, it is going to it is likely to be a disaster. So. Let's take advantage of that on the other side. And that means Bijan as a potential play. And I wouldn't mind plugging him in here because that would line up very nicely with the Falcons defense. But the problem is I wouldn't want Ritter in that same lineup. So it would have to probably for me be either or. 
I'm perfectly fine with swapping this out. And we may do that anyway. I got to see how the rest of this lineup lines up because I hate I hate doing these where if I take Mahomes, I basically have to take a bunch of horrible, you know, very, very cheap options at wide receiver, which is not that fun, uh, quite honestly, when we're putting these together. So let's continue down the RB group and see what else kind of pops if we need a bargain. Now, Kareem Hunt looks like he's going to be in play this week as well with uh, Jerome Ford uh, doubtful. So we're going to get another week of Kareem Hunt sort of with the lead back role, and that's fine by me at Seattle. Um, moving on down, Aaron Jones maybe gets a little more work uh, after last week's dud. We'll see. So that's fine at 6,800. Uh, Pierce really not doing it lately. Um, the volume isn't there. The scoring isn't there. It's been ugly for Pierce. Um, Mixon is another guy. Man, I had some high hopes for him with no real sort of competition for touches on his team, but he has not done it at all. And this is a brutal matchup against San Francisco, so I'm not going there. Uh, Ramondre, probably not going there either. Tough matchup. Um, not so much a tough matchup, just he's also not getting it done. The volume just isn't there. Nine targets, uh, uh, nine nine carries. He got some targets late in the game last week, and I actually think that probably will happen again as Miami plays from behind. So I'm probably more interested in him on FanDuel where the PPR upside is, is much uh, stronger. Najee's a no. If Sanders is out, Chuba Hubbard is a really interesting sort of punt play at 6,300. I'm going to keep him in mind, but but Sanders needs to be out for that to work. Um, Javante Williams, probably not. Alexander Madison, you know, probably not. He hasn't been very good. And that about does it for the running back position. So I'm going to roll with Pollard, Hall, and Pacheco with a nod to Taylor, Bijan, Kareem Hunt. I think they're all very playable this week and almost interchangeable in a lot of ways. Like I have no problem if you swap this for, you know, Taylor or, or Bijan, it's all good. As a matter of fact, I kind of really liking this Bijan build, the illness thing. I, I have a feeling he's going to bounce back strong next week because of this illness thing. So, you know, what? I'm going to pl plug in Bijan there and then we're going to pull Des and figure out a wide receiver position or, 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 uh, our QB position from there. So, um, since I I'm putting Bijan in here, I'm switching it up. Just switch it up. Um, at Carolina, I want a home QB if I can get one. Can't get these guys are all on the road. Uh, Jordan Love, I don't love that much. I was going to say Stroud. Da Dak Prescott be really interesting for a for a build like this. I have not even considered a build with Dak. He had a good week last week, but. I mean, he hit his absolute ceiling. You know, I don't think the upside is there for Dak at all. So I'm going to go here with Lamar. And let's see if we can make a lineup work. Paying all the way up for Lamar Jackson. They don't have a lot going on at the running back position anyway, so he tends to have to produce the, the touchdowns. Let's give it a shot. So 8,800 left here, um, or, or 63.50. Man, that is expensive. So that is going to be difficult to pull off, but... If I have Lamar in my lineup, I certainly want to use Mark Andrews. He's 7,700. That leaves 5,900. Nope. Does not work. This is the problem with paying up at QB this week. Doesn't work. Um, in order to make this work, I've got to use sub 6K wide receivers. I, I just don't want to do that. I, I think these are not guys that score touchdowns. And on FanDuel, you really need touchdown scores at every position group. So 
We're going to back that out. That did not work out. And I'll go. You want to chase Minshew mania from last week? They're at home. You know what? Let's see if we, if we plug in Gardner Minshew, little Minshew mania, a little chase, a little chase from last week's big game. Why not? 6,900. How bad could it be? Right. He's not a great quarterback, but he can get it done when he gets it done. He's got a little swag. So that leaves us, let's see here, about 7K left per uh, position. So let's just roll through. Actually, let's do tight end first. We'll talk tight end, and then we'll get to the wide receiver spot. That way we know how much we have left to spend. So, of course, Kelsey, grade at 9K. Um, Andrew, 7,700. I'm liking Hawkinson here at 6,500 as a payup option. Um, but the one I'm going to go with, assuming that Debo Samuel is out again. I'm just going to plug in a George Kittle. I think he's an acceptable play. Um, I think he usually gets five or six targets most games. There, seven targets last week, um, and, and he's got the big upside. So I like plugging George Kittle in here. I think he's fine. Um, Goddard is more of somebody I'm going to play with Hurts. Waller, uh, just not into it. And Hawkinson is fine. Andrews is fine. Probably with Lamar if we can make that work. Kelsey again at 9K. Really, really difficult for that to pay off, but. It's fine, but he needs to put up another monster like he did last week to pull that off. So we'll see. Taysom Hill is actually playable as well. I think sneaky good play. Um, touchdown guy. He's working in that game quite a bit. Last week he had a you know one of his best games ever, of course. Um, I think as long as he's the starting tight end, I'm going to keep going to him. So I'm interested in Taysom Hill. Uh, Schultz is fine. And if I'm paying down, I'm probably going all the way down, maybe to somebody like a Tyler Conklin, who I think is an acceptable play as well. So if we really, really needed the salary, then we can go all the way down to like a Tyler Conklin and hope he get hope he gets a touchdown. All right, so let's shift over to wide receiver. And it's interesting that Fanduel Fanduel really prices. I, I feel like their their players a little sharper than DraftKings. Like they're much more appropriate to where they should be here on Fanduel. Uh, I, I think so. And, and it makes it more difficult to play some of these guys like Tyreek Hill at 9,500. Man, you know Tyreek is doing well, and he has swell every week. He's averaging 23 fantasy points per game uh, on, on FanDuel, but 9,500, nope. Um, same thing with Cooper Cup at Dallas. Dallas is a tough defense. I don't care what you say. Cup could have a good game, but 9,100, I, I, I just don't see it. Uh, Brown has been great, but again, Price, Jamar Chase, tough matchup. Although San Francisco just got torched by, <laughs> by the Vikings. And they are a vulnerable pass offense, apparently, or pass defense, apparently. So keep it in mind. Thielen priced all the way up at 8,200. This is, has there been a bigger shock this season than Adam Thielen and just doing what he's been doing? Averaging, you know, 17 fantasy points per game. He's up there with A.J. Brown. He's up there with Jamar Chase. He's up there with Puka. It's crazy. What a year for old man Thielen. How long can he keep it going? I'm not doing it. Not clicking on $8,200 Thielen. Puka, no. CD Lamb is interesting. I like Lamb at home taking on, um, you know, this is a solid matchup for him. Rams don't necessarily shut down slot wide receivers in any special way. So I don't mind that spot. We'll keep him in mind. Ayuk, we've already got Kittle in here. You can't really play both. So, or I'm not interested in playing both. So I'll stick with uh, um, Kittle. Jordan Addison, the big week last week coming off of this smash game. 
I really like um, that what he did, but that would be more for a Kirk Cousins lineup. I think I, I would I would reserve him for that. Um, Olave seventy three hundred. You know what? Let's bring it back with Olave on the Saints, so we could build a little bit around this Gardner Minshew Olave and and throw Pittman in there. There we go, a little Minshew Pittman Olave game stack here. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and um, close it out with. Let's see. Um, Calvin Ridley, the Riddler. Christian, no, we got Calvin Ridley. We can go with T. Higgins, who I don't love. Uh, Drake London's not a bad spot. I'm not sure if I love it with Falcons defense and Bijan. I think it's a little too much Falcons for, for my taste, but I do like Drake London a bit as a standalone play. Uh, how about Zay Flowers? Yeah, Christian Watson playable down here as well. Josh Downs is also playable in this matchup instead of uh, Pittman. If we went with Downs, who I, I I don't really want to. Let me see how many. He only got a couple. Yeah, it, it that, that was sort of a, a bit of a luck, low efficiency game. So I'm going to go with Zay Flowers in the last spot. I like uh, I like Baltimore in general. I like that passing offense this week, and I can't really afford Mark Andrews. So I'll roll with. Zay Flowers. So here we go. Gardner Minshew. And again, tournament lineup, right? Gardner Minshew, not very good, but indoors, in a dome, at home. I think you can get it done here. So we got Gardner to Olave, uh, to, to Pittman, comeback of Olave in that game. We've got some one-off running backs at, uh, at home. Tony Pollard, Brees Hall against the Giants, home stadium. Tony Pollard at home against the Rams. I like the spot. Bijan Robinson can easily switch this for any one of the other running backs that I mentioned earlier. Pacheco fits. Um, I'm going to leave Bijan because I think it's kind of a cute call, but Pacheco fits in there. Jonathan Taylor fits in there. There's a lot of other names that can slide right into that spot. All good. So this is a really flexible spot. Cream Hunt works. So this type of approach, we could do a lot of different things. And again, if we want to switch up this quarterback, really easy to do so by swapping out um, maybe a wide receiver or going down to downs or something like that. So that's going to do it for FanDuel NFL Week 8. We'll be covering tons of this all week long. We've got tournament tactics coming up on Friday. And of course, the showdown breakdown on Wednesday afternoons, uh, looking at the Thursday night showdown so make sure you subscribe to the dfs army channel here for all that good stuff and um, we will see you on the next one good luck this week